Welcome to episode 43 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. I'm continuing the second series of Making a Difference and in this podcast episode I'm discussing controversial destinations and should we really travel to them. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Travel is such an enriching experience. We experience new cultures, new cuisine and new lessons to learn about the world and about ourselves at the same time. But with so many problems in the world, should we be travelling to controversial destinations? There's an argument about visiting countries where you don't agree with what the government are doing, but the main points are that it can be the local people that suffer from the lack of tourism into the country. Admittedly, you are still supporting the country, but if we stop going to a country because of what is happening there, will it stop what is happening? Most likely not. But going can raise an awareness of the country. Rwanda, for example, had one of the worst genocides in the world, and now they open tourists with open arms. So, is it okay to visit these countries when atrocities aren't taking place? One country that I really want to promote on the Girl About the Globe website is Myanmar. But with the current news that there is a genocide happening in the country and it's being denied by the government, it's hard for me to really talk about Myanmar because it feels so ethically wrong to visit this country. Does that mean in a few months' time we won't feel so bad about visiting it? So Intrepid Travel, who are one of our solo female-friendly organisations, say that at a difficult period in the nation's history, Myanmar reveals just why grassroots travel is so important. On their website they say, Despite recent unrest, Myanmar's stunning gold pagodas, ancient towns and forested landscapes are still worthy of your attention. They believe there's never been a more important time to be fostering real exchanges between travellers and locals, whether that's visiting a family-run workshop in Bagan, learning from a community project in Paku, or just mingling with the villagers in Kalau. So if one of the biggest tour companies believe that we should still visit countries where there are atrocities taking place to help the locals, then is that good enough reason for us to go? So even if the country is safe, especially for a solo female, should we really be travelling to a destination that holds women as second-class citizens? What about places such as Saudi Arabia or Iran? Saudi Arabia have now made travel to their once difficult-to-enter country more accessible by offering e-visas. Would you go to Saudi Arabia? There's Israel as well, for example, with the ongoing war against the Palestinian people. It's no secret that countries in the Western world have supplied arms which have caused loss of lives in the Middle East. So should we boycott the US and the UK too, which is obviously difficult when the UK is my home country. There's also Dubai, where the daughter of the Dubai ruler, Princess Letitia, has not been seen since March 2018, when she apparently tried to escape the country, setting sail for India. It is said that she may have been kidnapped. So with the ruler of Dubai not allowing rights for his own daughter, should we even be visiting Dubai? Should we also boycott India, a country where women travel to for spirituality, knowing that today in that country, girls are at risk of being killed, abandoned or trafficked, and more girls and women have been discriminated against and killed in the past century than any other modern-day genocide. Apparently, 50 million girls are missing from Indians' population due to genocide. What about Tibet or Hong Kong? If we visit these places, are we saying that we agree with the Chinese government rule? Then there's China, obviously, who supposedly abduct people for organ transplanting. 
the Philippines, who have a leader who gave orders for anyone to murder suspected drug dealers, Brazil, who has a leader who sells off the Amazon rainforest and thinks it's okay to burn what people call the lungs of our planet. What about America, with one of the biggest human trafficking problems and with a president who doesn't believe in climate change? Cyprus, where the locals seem to be against the refugees who live in the island's asylum centre, many of whom are women and children who I've personally visited. Then there are countries with a dictatorship, which unfortunately includes many of the former Soviet states, including Turkmenistan. Would you take an obvious propaganda tour to North Korea, where people are kept in death camps? If you travel to Bhutan, you're forced to take a tour and to pay the government approximately $250 a day. Bhutan is said to have the biggest gross happiness index in the world, but I visited at a time and I met a Russian lady who had a completely different view. She believed that Bhutan was very repressed and it felt as though it did for her back in the Soviet times. So there's so many different points of view for particular countries. Then there's freedom of speech. There are many countries that aren't even gay-friendly. For example, Russia. So should you avoid these? And just because our lives aren't in danger, should we turn a blind eye to what's really happening to the locals just because we want to get an Instagram photo of one of the temples at sunrise? There are tourists who are going to Iraq and Afghanistan and companies before COVID who are entering Syria, although the conflict there is far from over. If you look at the UK Foreign Office, it will tell you that these countries are officially still dangerous to go to. Yet adrenaline junkies are still lining up to go over there and take other tourists with them to tick them off their bucket list. Given all these examples, is there really any country that we could ethically visit? Yes, to the Scandinavian countries, but even the Faroe Islands, who are part of Denmark, still hold their annual whaling festival. But out of these countries, good things are happening. Microloans are being given to women to enable them to start their businesses. Organisations such as the Malala Fund are helping girls get back into education. And projects such as Invisible Girl Project, a non-profit organisation that seeks to end the atrocity of gendercide in India, raise global awareness concerning the loss of female lives in India. They pursue justice and assist in the rescue and care for girls. Travelling to a country can bring awareness if it's done ethically, with a respect for the people who live there. As a writer and a blogger, I've filled in various visa applications with a different occupation, just so that I was granted entry into a country. China, for example, and also some of the former Soviet states. I left my journalist card at home, just in case I was searched. I have always aimed to show the local issues of a country on my solo destination guides and include projects that are helping the country. And because of this, I would visit a country because I want to report back and educate people on what is really happening beyond the pretty Instagram photos that others are taking. So no matter whether you think, yes, I should go or no, you shouldn't, maybe there is no right answer and it really is a personal decision for every one of us. For me, raising awareness of what governments are doing and what is actually taking place within a country is most important, but it would be very difficult for me to turn a blind eye against an atrocity that is currently taking place in a country. But then again, as regards to being consumers, we still buy products from brands that have been associated with child labour and unethical practices. Apple, for example, Johnson & Johnson and Primark. So maybe it's about travelling to these countries to raise awareness or to support projects that are helping women and children and to put our dollar back into the local economy and help the locals who really need it. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com 
and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.